It is Wednesday at 6 o'clock, people. You know what time it is. It is time for you, the Alabama football fan, to get your Crimson Tide football fix. And what better way to do that than to be locked and loaded onto the hottest show in the streets, the best form of Crimson Tide football conversation, that being, in my own words, the podcast with yours truly, your liaison of conversation, conductor into all things Tide football, Stephen M. Smith, touchdown. Alabama Magazine, and the show is always bigger than me, more than me, as I got my man John Ivory, call him JP, but the man John Ivory from behind the scenes, making sure we're looking good, feeling good, sounding good, doing good in all regards to the show, as we're streaming this to you via YouTube from Tuscaloosa, and as always, as always, we encourage you each and every time to give a thumbs up, give a like on the show, and hit that subscribe button. Now, what that does for us here at TDA is that tells us to continue supplying you, pumping you out the best in news, notes, information, and coverage on your Alabama football team. It's because of you, the Alabama fans. We're over 8,000. That's right. Over 8,000 subscribers strong on YouTube. So definitely want to encourage you to continue helping us grow the network, brand, and channel. Now, now on today, this evening, phone lines will be open the entire show. Phone lines open the entire show this evening. Now, of course, we will still have the call-in segments, but today, let your voice be heard. 205-448-1358, the number to call in to be a part of the show. 205-448-1358. We'll start things off with a few updates, and then after that, we will dive into something fun here. Ultimate Ultimate fantasy football in terms of Alabama. If you could create your ultimate fantasy football offense of the Nick Saban era, of the Nick Saban era, who are the players that you would choose? I will break down my fantasy football offense in terms of Alabama players of the Nick Saban era. From there, we'll dive into ranking the five national championships under Nick Saban by order of significance. We'll dive into that. And then last but not least, we'll get into some Alabama in the NFL in terms of former tied players that have landed some big-time contracts. But first and foremost here, SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey spoke with reporters on today. He talked about how he is optimistic that in the fall of 2020, fall of this year, things will get back to normal in terms of sports. He sees that nothing, he sees that nothing will affect the fall season for football and where other sports are concerned going into the upcoming athletic venue. So he's very hopeful when you look at football, very hopeful when you look at basketball and other sports going into also soccer and sports going into the fall of 2020. Now, in terms of spring right now, he stated that there is a small window when you look at the possibility after uh the SEC meets up in Birmingham on April 15th to discuss where do we go from here? Can we continue? Do we need to continue in terms of bringing back uh, some spring practices? If things go well at in the meeting on April 15th, then uh, we could get back to potentially having some spring practices. There's a, there's a small window for it, a narrow window for it, but Commissioner Sankey does see a possibility an opportunity. But the big thing is he is optimistic for football to return in the fall of this year. So that's just coming from Commissioner Sankey meeting with reporters on today. Also, even though there may not be March Madness in terms of men and women's basketball, touchdown Alabama magazine. TouchdownAlabama.com. We still have our March Madness bracket here for you in voting on the best restaurants or bars in Tuscaloosa. We can look at what's the best spot, what's the, what's the best eating place, what's the best venue when you look at football season. Round one of voting for March Madness over, but round two has started. You can vote up until March 20th at 2 p.m., but round one was entertaining. Round one was exciting as a couple of your favorite venues have danced on they have advanced on to round two of the big dance the tda big dance if you will some of these 
favorite venues here. We look at Ramajamas, moving on to round two. Dreamland Barbecue moves on. Full Moon Barbecue moved on. How about Five Bar? It two-stepped its way into round two. And Galantz here in Tuscaloosa did the very same thing as well. So we encourage you to go to touchdownalabama.com, Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Get your vote on right now. Round two has started. Who makes it on? Who advances on to the next stage of the big dance of the best restaurants and or bars in the city? You can continue. The, you can start the voting right now for round two as it will go up until March 20th at 2 p.m. This coming from Touchdown Alabama Magazine, touchdownalabama.com. But the individual that has not been affected by the coronavirus pandemic, that'd be one Christian Barmore, the defensive lineman, rising sophomore at the University of Alabama, the young man still putting in work. I'm telling you, spring practice might be canceled, classes might be going online, but the young man from Philly, <laughs> Christian Barmore at 6'5", he is at work with a local high school football coach, Coach Tory, Coach Troy Gore, excuse me, Coach Troy Gore, if you see the footage here on screen, Barmore is working on footwork drills, agility drills, core strength drills. He's working the sled. He is doing everything possible to put himself in the best situation to be a monster, a wrecking ball, a beast in the upcoming season. So kudos to Christian Barmore. But as we dive into the first topic of conversation here on this evening in my own words, the podcast, we're having a little fun here. Everybody loves fantasy football, whether you play for fun, whether you play for money, whether you, whether you draft your own team, whether you do the auto-drafting thing or you get your friends to draft your roster for you. Everybody enjoys fantasy football. It causes us to watch the game in a much bigger night, whether it being for our favorite team or just the favorite particular players that we have drafted. But today, we're going to look at if you the fans, if you had an opportunity to draft the ultimate fantasy Alabama football offense of Nick Saban pieces, ultimate fantasy Alabama football offense of the Nick Saban era with Coach Saban pieces, we're looking at from 2007 to 2019 and moving on, who would be those players? Who would you take? Who would you select? Who would you draft? And for me... I've taken the liberty to do my list here. So on the offensive line, if I had to look at my fantasy guys on the offensive line. So offensive line, give me big Andre Smith at left tackle. Give me Chance Warmack at left guard. Give me Antoine Caldwell at center. Give me Barrett Jones at right guard. And give me Cam Robinson at right tackle. So that would be my offensive line there. At quarterback, and I had some struggle with this because I like A.J. McCarron. I really do. I like Jacob Coker. think he's a very underrated guy, big-time arm. Really appreciated what Blake Sims and uh, Jalen Hurts did. But give me Tua Tagovailoa. Give me Tua as my quarterback. I will take Mark Ingram as my running back. First Heisman Trophy winner in the history of the Alabama football program. So give me Mark Ingram at running back. You will have your choice, fans, at three wide receivers. You can pick three. My three wide receivers of the Nick Saban era in terms of his Alabama offense. Give me Julio Jones at the X position. I would have Julio at the top of the formation. Give me Amari Cooper at the Z at the bottom, running his routes, being crafty and deceptive as, uh, deceptive as he was. In the slot, I will take Henry Ruggs III, Mr. 42740, Mr. 42-inch vert, Mr. 10-foot, 11-inch broad jump, Mr. Freak of Nature himself at 5'11", 188 pounds with those 10-inch hands. I will take Henry Ruggs in the slot. At tight end, uh, give me O.J. Howard. I like Irv Smith. I like Michael Williams. I like Nick... Um, I like Nick Williams. I like um, Travis McCall. There were a lot of good tight ends for the Crimson Tide. But give me give me O.J. Howard at, um, at that position there, tight end. In terms of kicking, in the kicking game. Now, 
In the kicking game, kick return game, and punt return game, fans, we got a little twist on this. Now, because there's not a lot of big-time kickers, there's not a lot of punt returners, kick returners of the Nick Saban era, here comes the twist here. You can choose any kicker, you can choose any punt returner, and any kick returner of Alabama football, period. But before I dive into finishing up my list here, we're going to go to the call line right now where we pick up Wayland. Wayland, how you doing on a fine Wednesday, my friend? Man, today is hump day, Stephen M., and I watch this news, and it takes me back to that old Johnny Gill song, my, 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 my. What do you think, Stephen? What is going on in downtown T-Town? It's serious, man. Um, campus deserted here. Everybody taking the precautions, everybody being proactive. Now, of course, I mentioned that Commissioner Sankey is hopeful that once the SEC meets back up, on April 15th that we can go back to maybe having some spring practices. There's a slight window there. The good news is he is optimistic that come fall, football returns. So uh, Commissioner Sankey doing some things uh, from the outside looking in, just making sure that for the fall season, football will be in full swing. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, I've been reading quite a bit about that. I hope so. Well, I hope everything works out, and uh, we'll just have to keep our prayers going up and uh, keep our uh, hopes up and keep our faith strong. There's no doubt about that, and everything will work out to the best. But I see you want to do a little fantasy football team there on offense. Well, I'll just uh, sit back and let you uh, ask me which player I think needs to go where on offense. So whenever you're ready, unload on me, Stephen. Okay, okay. So, Wayman. If you got if you if you gotta pick your offensive line. Now for offensive line offensive line weighing and simple, you can either pick five guys, or if you just like a particular offensive unit of the Nick Saban era, you can pick that the year that unit played in. Uh going back to the offensive line would be when the uh Quantro brothers was there, Warmack, Barrett Jones. And I believe that wraps that up. Am I missing one? Did I get them all right there? Did I miss one, Stephen? You would be referring to the two, to the 2012 group, Waylon. So you're going with That's correct. you're going with the 2012 group for offensive line. All right, man, quarterback. Well, we've got to go. I've always, you know, Till was so accurate and he was the best. But uh, game management, I've always looked at games management. We're going to go AJ. All right, A.J. McCarron down for Wagner at quarterback. Wagner, give me a running back. Big D. Henry. Derrick Henry for running back. Now, Wagner, you can get to choose three wide receivers. Who them wide outs? We're going Julio, Judy, and Ruggs the third. Julio, Judy, Ruggs, tight end. Let's go, Wagner, tight end. You've got to remember the sweet hands of O.J. Howard. O.J. a tight end. Now, for special teams, Wayland, you can pick anybody that played in Alabama. Anybody. So, kicker. Well, I have to go back to a long time ago, and that's my neighbor right down the road, Mr. Van Tiffin. Van Tiffin's a great one. Kick returner. Well, I don't know. I don't. I think, uh, I think I'm going to go with Drake. I believe he was a pretty good kick returner, don't you? I mean, he had that 95-yard scooch to the house against Clemson. So, yeah, we'll go. We'll yeah, go I Drake think, there. And finally, so. Wayland yeah. punt returner. We're going to have to go with Waddle Baby. All right, so we're going to go Waddle Baby for punt returner. So, Wayland's got his list, a very fine list it is. For me, do I guess finish up mine, Wayland? For kicker, I'm going to go Jamie Christensen from the early 2000s. Now, Jamie, the ball may have not, the ball probably didn't come off his foot pretty, but it always went through the goal post. So I'll take Jamie Christensen, kicker. Kickoff returner, give me Christian Jones. And punt returner, Waddle Baby's the man. No problem with Jalen Waddle. But punt returner, give me 2-8. Give me Javier Arenas. Of course. Of course. I hadn't forgot about Javier. He was uh... – he was the man, no doubt about it. Javier Arenas was a big-time playmaker. But, uh, Wayman, we, we, we're going to want you to call back in the second segment to give us that poem, okay? 
I got the poem ready here. I'll let you do what you got to do, and I'll give you a buzz back in a few minutes then. Thank you, Stephen. No problem. We got Wang here providing us his list of his fantasy football in Alabama. We're going to go to a break here on In My Own Words, the podcast. Don't touch that dial. Just getting started on a Wednesday. We return. We get into your phone calls, tweets, text messages, thoughts, questions, and concerns after this. Sports fan deserves the proper representation. Whitwill Sports introduces to you the title towel. Wave that title towel in the air like you just don't care. In support of Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Only $9.99 and it lasts a lifetime. Head on over to WhitwillSports.com and get your title towel today. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $5.95 per month or pay $49.95 for a full year subscription. That's a saving of almost $22. Make sure to subscribe before it's too late and get our new freshly printed end of the year magazine issue. Go to touchdown Alabama.com today and roll tide. We are back in from the break to the action on a Wednesday, known as In My Own Words, the podcast with yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. As always, people, be sure to drop that thumbs up on the show and hit that get the give a like on the show and hit that subscribe button that tells us here at TDA to continue pumping you out the best in news, notes, information, and content on your Crimson Tide. But it is your time, Tide fans, 205-448-1358 to let your voice be heard on the show, 205-448-1358. You can also text with that number, leave a voicemail with that number if Twitter is your thing you can tweet the show directly at in my own words tda that's at in my own words tda you can tweet me directly at coaching m smith we also have a youtube chat line that you can throw your uh, your thoughts questions and concerns into but as you're getting your calls prepared we're actually going to go to the chat line right now and check out some of these tweets that have been written in at C. Pyro starts us off. C. Pyro, Alabama in the building. What's up, brother? Roll tie. How we doing there, C. Pyro? Happy you could join us in the house on a Wednesday. Uh, Pyro continues with Kevin Norwood's got some hands. Yes, he does. Burn those LSU Tigers. He most certainly did in the uh, 2012 BCS title game off the 2011 season. So I like Kevin Norwood, but we go to our first call here in the call-in segment. You are live on In My Own Words on a Wednesday. What's going on? What's going on, Steven? How you doing, man? Doing good, man. How, how, how we feeling? Man, I'm doing good, man. Trying to, you know, navigate this craziness out here with the with the coronavirus and, all, and everything, you know, trying to, you know, find, find the necessities. You can't go to the store now and get tissue or anything. <laughs> Everything's sold out. But, um, somebody actually cleared. Somebody I, actually cleared out all the mouthwash too, man. I don't know what's going on, man. People just wilding that out here. But, but uh, uh yeah. thought for you right here. Do you have an idea on your Alabama offensive fantasy team of the Nick Saban era on offense? Um, you know, what? let me let me say this. on top of my head. Let me think. Um, on offense, I would have quarterback Vitua. Just because uh, he's the most talented uh, wide receivers. Um, give me, uh, give me Julio. Give me Amari Cooper. Um, what kind of what kind of set are you running? Because I mean, four wide receiver set. Well, I, I'm saying you can at least pick. You can pick at least three. Okay, so Julio, Amari Cooper, and, and um, uh, uh, Jerry Judy, and it with Tua. You can't you can't do anything against that, obviously. And then um, as far as um, let's see, running backs, I would um, go with Derrick Henry and um, uh, Josh Jacobs. Derrick Henry, Josh uh, Jacobs. Tight end. 
Go ahead. Man, yeah, I just I just always like Josh. I don't know if he's the best. I just I don't know. I just always like the store. I just like him. Um, so I kind of in my head made him the best. Um, tight end OJ Howard. Um, and I don't even know how to go by offensive linemen. I mean, <laughs> so we have so many good ones. And, I mean, you know, not, 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 now for offensive linemen, the, the, the offensive linemen, the trick here is you can at least pick the best year where you thought, okay, in this year, that offensive line looks really good. Oh, 2012. Okay. Top, top 2012. Yeah. And so, na- and so, last yeah. but not least, here now for special teams, in terms of in terms of kicker, kick returner, Ooh. and punt returner, you can pick anybody that has played at Alabama. Anybody. I would, man. Look, I I gotta go with Javier, man. He just he had it. Um, he just was to me. He just had the had it. Um, you know, every time he was back there, it was just it was always a chance to take it to the house. Very exciting player. Uh, so I'll, I'll be happy at Arenas. Uh, probably, you know, followed closely by, by Jalen Waddle. You know, it's, it's almost 1A, you know, it's almost 1-1-A. Um, as far as um, as far as punter, um, it's, that's an obvious choice. I can't think of his name. Um, shoot. Um, not, 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 not punter, field goal kicker. Oh, field goal kicker. Um uh, against Christensen. Okay, I mean, I mean, I, I yeah. like Jamie. Now, was it always yeah, pretty yeah, coming mean, off his foot? No, no but it always went in, especially in two thousand five. So I like Jamie. Yeah, that, that's what I would go with. We haven't had the like the, that breakout, you know, breakout kicker, in my opinion. But that, that's kind of what I meant. You can't really oh. beat that team there. Well, man, I appreciate but, um, the call, man. man. Keep listening to us and hey, continue hey. to push to your day. I, man, I got a question for you, too. I, I, ask you, I know you got calls in the queue and all that. I got a Go question ahead. for you. So who, in your opinion, is the most underrated Alabama player of all time? Because I've, I've always felt like it was um, Blake Sims. I thought he, he was, you know, just he was doubted coming in, and then he just he – he had such a great year, you know, and – you know, we had we you know unfortunately couldn't beat Ohio State that year. They they just were loaded, but I felt like he just, in my opinion, had one of the most underrated years as far as from, you know from Alabama. I like I like Blake Sims, but I, I'm gonna do you one better. Give me Andrew Zhao. I think Zhao was the most underrated player because I felt like Zhao never really got a legitimate opp- opportunity to truly truly shine. He always had to share time. Even though, in my opinion, I felt like he was better than Tyler Watts, but the coaching staff just would never let Zal just take it over. Very respectable, very, very, very respectable pick. But uh, man, I appreciate the call, man. Keep listening to us. Definitely. So we, so we got, we got Wayland now back on in the queue. Wayland, what's going on? Man, I tell you what, you reminded me of some dear players there on that offensive line, Mr. Smith and Mr. Robinson there. I tell you what, those guys were total animals. Is that not right? Those guys were beasts. I mean, Andre Smith, a great left tackle, an all-American left tackle, went in the first round of the 2009 NFL Draft, if I'm not mistaken. And then Cam Robinson, I mean, we know he had injuries. We know he would be guilty of a false star every now and again, but he was also a great left tackle. Yeah, they were they were good guys. Alabama's had a lot of had a lot of lot of lot of wonderful players through the years, Stephen. There's no doubt about it. But I know there's people in the queue, and you give me a second chance to do the little poem. So we always want to try to leave out with three hearty chuckles in these hard times we're going through. And here we go once again. Roses are red, violets are blue. Once again, it's Hump Day, and we're headed toward the weekend too, as the world seems to rumble, and it's an everyday tumble. So don't be scared to call, text, or tweet the TDA. Because it's two days away from Friday. And, man, that sounds so sweet. Catch you. Catch you Friday night, Stephen. Y'all be good down at TDA. Bye-bye. Take it easy there, Wayland. Wayland, 
giving us our call there, our poem there. But we're going to go to another break here on the show. But upon our return, we'll get a chance to rank the five national championships of the Nick Saban era. Don't touch that dial, folks. We're coming back. delicious homestyle cooking sushi and hibachi check out otoro hibachi in the university mall in tuscaloosa alabama at home and you can't get away from the tv because the crimson tide is about to score don't worry delivery is also available through waiter and crimson to go that's otoro hibachi in the university mall in tuscaloosa alabama and make sure you let them know the good folks at touchdown alabama sent you Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $5.95 per month or pay $49.95 for a full year subscription. That's a saving of almost $22. Make sure to subscribe before it's too late and get our new freshly printed end of the year magazine issue. Go to Touchdown Alabama. Alabama.com today and roll tide. We are back into the conversation, folks. Hottest show on the streets. Best form of Crimson Tide football news, notes, and information. This is In My Own Words, the podcast with yours truly, Stephen M. Smith of Touchdown. Alabama Magazine. Got to remind you, if you haven't done so already, be sure to go to touchdownalabama.com, touchdownalabama.com to get your vote on for round two of the March Madness Tournament where you discuss the best bars, the best restaurants in Tuscaloosa. Round one is over. Round two is in session right now, and you can vote up to March 20th at 2 p.m. March 20th at 2 p.m. So continue to push your favorite venues into the next steps, the next levels, next rounds of the March Madness bracket that comes from or via touchdownalabama.com. But... We look at the national championships of uh, the Nick Saban era. Ranking the national championships of the Nick Saban era, of course, there are five of them. 2009, 2011, 2012, 2015, and 2017. And we are ranking these by order of significance. Order of, order of significance. So for me, at number five, give me the 2012 championship team at number five. 2012 was a good year. 2012, you had A.J. McCarron, who threw for 30 touchdowns to just three picks. You had two 1,000-yard backs, T.J. Yeldon and Eddie Lacy. Amari Cooper, freshman then, had a 1,000-yard season. Defensively, you had some dogs in the defense. That was clearly uh, the best offensive line of the Nick Saban era with Jeff Stoutland as the head coach. And uh, you know, the matchup against... Georgia in the SEC championship game, that was historic. I mean, a battle between uh, Aaron Murray on one side, A.J. McCarron on the other side. Both guys, both teams were back and forth. And um, it came down to, really, a 45-yard bomb from McCarron to Cooper to put Alabama out in front, 32-28. to 28. Crimson Tide would go, on, would go on to win by that score, punching its ticket into the 2013 BCS National Championship game and laying the wood to Manti Teo, Manti Teo and the Fighting Irish by the score of 42-14. to 14. So 2012 National Championship would be number five for me. Number four, the 2015 title team. 2015 National Championship unit was a great one, and it, had some, it faced some adversity. After 2013 and 2014, two years where it did not win a national title, some defensive issues were a part of that. In the summer of 2015, prior to the season, the conversation from national talking heads were, or was that Alabama not the clear-cut favorite to win the national championship or even to win the SEC. People had Auburn winning the conference, LSU, Ole Miss, Georgia, just a number of other teams ahead of Alabama. And despite you know losing to Ole Miss, 
43 to 37 inside Brian Denny. Crimson Tide found out, hey, this Jacob Coker dude can sling the football. This Jacob Coker dude can be the quarterback. You know, once Jacob Coker was able to calm down, this, this young man can play. I mean, he, he can ball. And you go out there against Georgia the very next week in raining, muddy, just drenched, wet Sanford Stadium between the head between the hedges in Athens, and uh, you're able to get a 38 to 10 win over the Dogs, and you ride that momentum all the way to the national championship game, beating Clemson in the first matchup between the Tide and the Tigers of the ACC. And Derrick Henry became the second Heisman Trophy winner in the history of the program. So number four for 2015 team for me. At number three, the 2017 group, the latest national championship group. And much like 2015, 2017 had adversity. You lost, you had so many linebackers, inside linebackers, outside linebackers get hurt to where Tide Nation had to depend on Keith Holcomb. Tide Nation had to depend on Keith Holcomb, an inside linebacker, and love Keith. Keith, great guy, tremendous young man, hard worker, just at that moment, probably a little too much for him, but, you know, he did what he could do, and uh, despite having those injuries and losing to the Auburn Tigers in the 2017 season, Alabama was still able to get to the college football playoff, and in the national championship game against Georgia, Nick Saban had to make a gutsy decision. He loved Jalen Hurts. He respected Jalen Hurts. He admired the competitor, the competitor that is Jalen Hurts. But in a game where you're down 13-0 to Georgia and Kirby Smart, you have your potential sixth national championship to tie you with Paul Bear Bryant hanging in the balance. And you've got to find a way to win the football game. Nick Saban has to roll the dice and go, Jalen, we love you, man. We appreciate you, man. But we're trying to win a football game. we got to go with Tua. You throw Tua Tungavangoa, the end freshman from Hawaii, out there on the biggest stage of his life. And the young man came up pure money. Three touchdown passes in the game brought the energy back in the building for Alabama. And the final touchdown, we all know it. The play dubbed second and 26. The, the pure, poetic, rainbow 41-yard pass from Tua to Devontae Smith to win the game 26-23. We had... Um, we had Jared Maiden, former Alabama safety in studio, on last week. And he just talked about how, man, when that ball was in the air, just how pretty it was. And the moment it was caught by Smitty, the place went crazy. The place went nuts. And it was a tale of two different emotions. You had, you had the angry Nick Saban. When Tua took the sack on first down, going, why, Tua? Why did you have to take the sack? Why? Dick upset, throwing his headset in just utter frustration, becoming unglued on the sideline. But that only lasted about two seconds because the very next play, Nick Saban hands up in jubilation, running onto the field. He could not believe that the very next play was going to be a game-winning touchdown throw and emotions running high the team found a way to get that done so number three for me the 2017 national championship team at number two the 2009 championship team the one that started it all a lot of people have put this at number one and i would not disagree if you would have it at number one but i have it at number two the 2019 what made that group special was that team was tired of being mediocre it was tired of being average. It was tired of that dark, sort of ominous cloud hovering over Tuscaloosa in a sense of, will we ever get back to being champions? Will we ever get back to where Wallace Wade and Frank Thomas and Paul Bear Bryant and, of course, Gene Stallings, will we ever get back to the place that those coaches had us at? At one point in time, and you know, Nick Saban comes in in 2007. Of course, he's told that it would take him six years to win the first one. Coach Saban goes, I'll do you one better. I'll win the first one in half the time. Three years, baby, let's go. And Coach Saban, in, 20, in 2009, you had a lot of Mike Schumer guys that started off on this endeavor. A lot of them, you know, 
hit stage left, but you had 13 Mike Shula guys, including Chris Rogers and Mike McCoy, that said, you know what? If Nick Saban's the guy, let's buy in, let's stand by him, let's get with the program because this is the man that's going to take us back to the promised land. And boy, did Coach Saban do just that. 09, Greg McElroy holding the ship in place. Mark Ingram, your first 1,000, your first uh, Heisman winner, excuse me, 1,658 yards rushing on the season. Julio Jones, a game-breaking, game-changing receiver. Alabama caught some breaks that year, had to go out of the wildcat formation with, with Ingram against South Carolina, against Ole Miss number of other different teams, but found a way to get to the SEC championship game where it faced Florida in the rematch, and Tim Tebow cries. Mm. Tim Tebow cries. The final score, 32-13. to 13. A great game for McElroy. Great game for Ingram. Great game for Marquise Mays. Great game for the defense. And that was the beginning of the end of uh, Urban Meyer in Florida as he ends up taking a small retirement. Somehow he's able to come back to coach the Ohio State Buckeyes, but that's besides the point. The 0-9 team special because the 0-9 team bought into Coach Saban, bought into the standard, bought into the thing that Saban now regards as the process and brought in the first national championship of the uh, Alabama regime for Nick Saban or under Nick Saban, which leads us to my number one in terms of significance the 2011 National Championship team, and uh, this team, uh, you want to talk about adversity, people. April 27th, 2011, a vicious EF4 or EF5, a vicious tornado swept through the city, claiming lives, claiming possessions, claiming buildings, claiming infrastructure. In the immediate aftermath of the tornado, you could not recognize Tuscaloosa. You, you couldn't recognize the city because of the damage that was done, the impact that happened, just the, the horror, just the absolute horror of that natural disaster. And uh, it really, you know, caused Nick Saban to look at his players and say, guys, this is your home. This is our home. This is our community. Let's get out here. Get out here on the block. Get out here in these streets. Get out here and help these people. Get out here and help these residents. Get out here and help these guys that take pride and joy in watching you every single Saturday. So, you know, Coach Saban challenged his team to help the people to restore a city. So that was something. And then uh, in 2010, uh, you didn't win a national championship despite having one of the more talented teams in 2010. Now, some complacency set in, but Alabama didn't win, did not win a national championship. You lost some guys to the NFL draft, and you know people wondered who would replace a Mark Ingram, who would replace a Greg McElroy, who would replace a Julio Jones, who would replace these guys on defense that Alabama lost, and and lo and behold, A.J. McCarron, redshirt sophomore, first year as a starting quarterback, McCarron stepped up. Trent Richardson stepped up. Marquise May stepped up. Darius, Darius Hanks stepped up. Just so many guys on defense stepped up, led by Donta Hightower, Courtney Upshaw, Mark Barron, Drake Kirkpatrick, C.J. Mosley had some play in there, uh, Damian Square, Nick Gentry, so many guys, Vinny Sinceri, so many guys stepped up. And, uh, you know, those guys, despite the loss to LSU in the first meeting of the 2011 season, 9-6, to six, boy, did they come back with a vengeance in the 2012 National Championship game and just shut LSU off the scoreboard, shut them out of the water, 21 to nothing, just tremendous football game, tremendous season. And another reason why the 2011 championship team was so significant for me that year was my first year 
as a freshman at the University of Alabama. That was my freshman year. That was my first year doing extensive coverage for this team uh, via Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Now, I joined the company in 2009, but my first year doing extensive coverage was that 2011 season. So that 2011 team, number one for me. But we take another break here on In My Own Words, the podcast, Hottest Show on the Streets. Upon our return, we dive more into your phone calls, thoughts, tweets, text messages, and concerns after this. Menswear in the University Mall in Tuscaloosa. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $5.95 per month or pay $49.95 for a full year subscription. That's a saving of almost $22. Make sure to subscribe before it's too late and get our new freshly printed end of the year magazine issue. Go to Touchdown Alabama. Alabama.com today and roll tide. We're back in, people, to the action known as in my own words, the podcast, hottest show in the streets, best conversation, dialogue, debate, talking points. If you're just discussing Crimson Tide football, yours truly, Stephen M. Smith of Touchdown. Alabama Magazine, and it's your time again. Bama fans, 205-448-1358. 205-448-1358, the number to call in to let your voice be heard. As always, you can tweet with that, you can text with that number, leave a voicemail with that number. If Twitter is your thing, you can tweet the show directly at In My Own Words TDA. You can also tweet me directly at Coaching M. Smith, but 205 205- 448-1358 is the number. But as you're getting your thoughts together here, we're going to go back to the YouTube chat line here to pick up uh, some thoughts here. Let's see here. And we continue this YouTube chat line with Willie351, who writes in, 2012 was a beast year. Started off a little slow when Lacey was banged up. Johnny Football made us look like we was kids. Johnny Manziel... In that game against Texas A&M, did make Alabama look bad. He did make Alabama look like it was in quicksand. So, but at the end of the day, Bama got the national championship. So, hey, 2012 was a good, good year there. Let's see here. Spencer Reveille, right? Seeing Spencer Reveille, my favorite national football championship will be 2020. Speaking to, to speaking into existence, Spencer Reveille, speaking into existence, he says his favorite national championship will be 2020. That's this season. So Spencer doing a little uh, prophetic things right now. Willie351 comes back with 2009 was special, though. 2009 was special. Alabama tired of being mediocre, tired of being second rate, tired of being average. And players felt like if Nick Saban's the one that's going to get us back to prominence, let's buy in, let's stop all the, the horse playing around, let's get behind this man, and let's win a championship. So 2009, definitely special here. Spencer Revley comes back with 2009 team was true blue chips at every position. They were true blue chips. I mean, 09, you had Mike McCoy, who was a three-star you had Eric Anders, who I believe was a three-star. You had Brandon Dederick on that team, Chris Rogers on that team. You know, 2009 was filled with those guys that were part of that, you know, Hoover two-a-day TV show on MTV. <laughs> that was 2009. 2009 had those MTV kids that were on the show two-a-days with Jeremy Pruitt. So, 2009, that was no joke right there. Let's see here. It Gucci Tie, it Gucci Tie comes in with, 2009 was the most important. It, it, it was important. Now, to me, 
I still look at 2011, but 2009 for a lot of people would be the most important year. So Gucci tie, I would not disagree with you there. Uh, Waylon Colbert, our man Waylon checks in with titles 2009, 2011, and 2012 were his favorites. Uh, but his biggest favorite happens to be the 2012 football team. Uh, let's see here. Travis Williams writes in, all the championships were my favorites. There you go, Travis. Claim every single championship is your favorite, man. That's that's the heart of an Alabama football fan. We ain't picking sides. We ain't choosing. We're taking every championship as the favorite one. So you guys continue to hit us up in the YouTube chat line. But we're going to take one more break here on the show. But upon our return, well, actually, we got a call in here. We have a call in queue. You're live on In My Own Worlds. What's going on? What's going on, dog? Go, going well, man, and yourself? I'm good, dog. I just had a question. I actually had a comment for what you were talking about. Now, the the championship for me, dog, was probably 2000, 2009, dog. And I'm going to tell you why. I'll never forget watching that Tennessee game, dog. And, dog. When Terry Cody blocked that field goal, dog, I almost cried, dog. I did. Bro, let, let me tell you this. When Terrence Cody was about to block that kick, it darn near 400 pounds. See, this is during the time when my family didn't have cable, so we used to steal our cable from the neighbors. <laughs> so when the cable went out, as Terrence Cody was about to block the field goal, I literally take three seconds to cry. And when I run downstairs to try to see if we can get it back, we got it back, and all I saw was Big 62 just stomping up and down on the turf, and the, the place just lost its mind. Well, I'm going to tell you like this, dog. I got a lot of family, a lot of friends. None of us could never really make it to the university, dog. So we just watched the TV, dog. And we've been waiting for a national championship, dog, for 17 years. And when I seen that we was about to lose, but Cody, Julio, and everybody else, they weren't going to let it happen. I, just, I didn't really know what to do, dog. I just, I just, I, I screamed so loud, dog, I think I woke, woke the neighbors and everybody else up, dog. So 2009 for me is always going to be close to my heart, dog. And like I said, I'm, I'm trying not to get too emotional right now, dog, but it, 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 it's up there for me, dog. So I, mean, I appreciate you breaking it down like that, dog, but that 2009 is always going to be close to my heart, dog. You know I, what, I, brother? I, I, hey, I, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you 100% on that, man. I feel you, but we're we going to go. We appreciate that call right there, but that man was about to cry, man. Talk about that 09 championship, but we're going to go to our next break here, and upon our return, we're going to look at Alabama and the NFL. Some couple of former Crimson Tide players signing some big deals here in the free agency period. We'll touch it up right after this. you're an avid Alabama Crimson Tide fan and you love to flaunt it, then show your Alabama Crimson Tide support by grabbing the Alabama sneakers. They feature bold Crimson Tide graphics, so no one will be able to question where your allegiance lies. When you add these sweet sneakers to your Alabama Crimson Tide collection, go to stsfootwear.com and use the code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. That's code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. Go to stsfootwear.com and get your Alabama sneakers today. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $5.95 per month or pay $49.95 for a full year subscription. That's a saving of almost $22. Make sure to subscribe before it's too late and get our new freshly printed end of the year magazine issue. Go to touchdown. 
Alabama.com today and roll tide. Ladies and gentlemen, back into the conversation of In My Own Words, the podcast. How to show on the streets for Crimson Tide football news, notes, and information. Yours truly, Stephen M. Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. As always, people, be sure to give that thumbs up, give a like on the show, and hit that subscribe button. That tells us to continue pumping you out the best news, notes, and information on your Crimson Tide. Also, if you haven't done so already, Touchdown Alabama Magazine, touchdownalabama.com. Log in right now to continue with the March Madness Challenge in voting on your best restaurants and or bars in the city. When you talk about what's the best place to come in terms of football, round one over, round two start today, and it will continue up until March 20th at 2 p.m. So get your vote on. We already have Ramajamas, Galettes, Five Bar, Full Moon Barbecue, and Dreamland Barbecue making that big leap into the second round of the big dance. So continue to get your vote on touchdownalabama.com. As we continue with Crimson Tide football talk, Alabama in the NFL. Free agency, the NFL New Year started today. There have been a few Alabama players that have signed major deals or signed big deals here. First and foremost, how about Amari Cooper, y'all? Cowboys owner Jerry Jones, president of the team, Stephen Jones, they decide to keep Amari Cooper and Dak Prescott together. The Cowboys franchise tag Dak Prescott so he could be making up between $31 and $33 million in the upcoming season before Amari Cooper, Amari Cooper cashes in. Amari Cooper got the bag, y'all. Five years, $100 million, $60 million guaranteed. Coop has always stated he wants to be a cowboy for life. He wants to remain a cowboy. He is enjoying the atmosphere in Arlington, Texas. So Dallas making the move to keep Cooper around. And it, it was huge because Dak Prescott needs Amari Cooper. I'm just saying. Dak Prescott is not a bad quarterback. He's a good quarterback. I would take him over Ryan Tannehill. Dak Prescott's a good quarterback. And and this past year, had a 4,000-yard season, 4,902 yards, had 30 touchdowns to 11 picks, had a good year. But the reason why he had a good year is you got Amari Cooper, who had a career season last year with 79 catches for... 1,189 yards, a career high, had eight touchdowns, averaged 15.1 yards per catch. And then I go back to the 2018 year for just a minute here, y'all. 2018, the Oakland Raiders, now the Las Vegas Raiders, the Raiders traded Coop to the Dallas Cowboys back on October 22nd, 2018, if I'm not mistaken, October 22nd of 2018. Coop gets to Dallas. And through nine games, and nine games now, prior to Coop getting there, Dallas was three and four, bottom of the barrel, had no hope of making the playoffs coming out of the NFC East. Coop gets there, he has 53 catches for 725 yards, six touchdowns. The Cowboys win seven of their last nine games to go to 10 and six, and they made the playoffs. Coop changed the fortunes of that franchise in the 2018 season. Amari Cooper's a big deal. So getting him five years, $100 million, $60 million guaranteed, big deal there, big job there by Jerry Jones and the Cowboys. Also, A.J. McCarron returns to the Houston Texans for a second year. He will spend his seventh NFL season as a Texan for A.J. McCarron. Comes back on a one-year deal worth $4 million, $3.75 million fully guaranteed for McCarron as he will back up one Deshaun Watson. Still can't believe the Houston Texans just let DeAndre Hopkins walk out the door for next to nothing, but that's neither here nor there. That's the Houston Texans issue. But A.J. McCarron, one-year deal worth $4 million. And then Jaron Reed, who signed a cool two-year deal, with the Seattle Seahawks for $23 million. Pete Carroll likes Jaron Reed. P. 
Pete Carroll believes that this young man will be the staple of the Seattle Seahawks defense, the defensive front for years to come. So big ups there to the likes of Amari Cooper, A.J. McCarron, and Jaron Reed bringing in the money in terms of Alabama in the National Football League. Well, we're going to take our final break here, folks, on the show. But upon our return, we will wrap things up and put a, put a pretty bow on this Wednesday edition of the show right after this. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $5.95 per month or pay $49.95 for a full year subscription. That's a saving of almost $22. Make sure to subscribe before it's too late and get our new freshly printed end of the year magazine issue. Go to Touchdown Alabama. Alabama.com today and roll tide. Back into the conversation, people. The action in my own words, the podcast from the break. Yours truly, Stephen M. Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. And really, excuse me, happy to see that the individuals of Ari Cooper, Jaron Reed, and A.J. McCarron inking out some deals here during NFL free agency to stay with their respective teams. Now, just going back to Coop, the crazy thing with Coop with Amari Cooper was the Washington Redskins actually offered him a offered him a bunch more than what Dallas did. Now, now off the top of my head, trying to figure out the numerical number here, but I was reading earlier today that and on yesterday that the uh, Washington Redskins were actually pursuing Amari Cooper very hard. And if the Cowboys did not come up with the funds to keep him, I know the Redskins had a bigger price tag. They had a bigger offer up their sleeve to present. But Jerry Jones doing all he could to get his guy and keep his guy. And even though uh, the nation's capital was offering a little bit more, Cooper deciding to remain with the Cowboys, so hopefully with keeping Coop and Dak together, at some point, this has to produce a Super Bowl for the Dallas Cowboys, at some point. A.J. McCarron, you know, he can continue to grow and, uh, and uh, play well under Deshaun Watson. Now, of course, I would love to see A.J. be a starter somewhere. The Cincinnati Bengals did not do him justice at all with already hitching up their tent to Andy Dalton, giving him that six-year deal a while back. I believe it was six years, $102 million, something like that. But Andy Dalton has done nothing to show that he has earned you know, that money. And now Andy Dalton's on the free agency block. So the Bengals really didn't show the proper justice, if you will, toward A.J. McCarron. And McCarron goes from the – Bengals to the Raiders, and now he's in his second year with the Texans. Played pretty well last season when he got his opportunity to get on the field, but hopefully we can see more uh, from McCarron in the year in the year to come. And then Jaron Reed, I mentioned this, Pete Carroll likes him. Pete Carroll thinks he can be a standout, a staple of his defensive front, and in Seattle, as long as you can keep a strong defense and as long as you can keep Russell Wilson not running for his life, uh, the Seahawks, always a pretty strong team to compete there for a Super Bowl. But, folks, great show today. Outstanding show today. I mean, we got a chance to look at a number of different things. We looked at, you know, fantasy football. If you could pick out your ultimate Alabama offense under Nick Saban. For the Crimson Tide, we touched on that. Had some great conversations of ranking the five national championships of the, of the Nick Saban era by order of importance. So we even got a chance to look at some Bama football in the NFL. But as always, you want the best in Crimson Tide football news, notes, and information. You do this by downloading the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app. And it's very simple and easy to do. You can get this from your iPhone app store if you're rocking Team Apple. Google Play Store if you have the Android phone. The podcast options, 
your audio listening needs just will happen to be iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Overcast.fm, TuneIn Radio, or iHeartRadio, we've got you covered. Now, if the good and gracious Lord sees fit, I will be back on Friday continuing this conversation of Crimson Tide football. But as always, it comes down to my final three things. You know what they are. Husbands, love those wives. Wives, appreciate, value those husbands. Children, do all you can to not keep yourself bored or not be bored. Get those three hearty meals a day, those three hearty laughs a day. Protect yourself, protect the people around you. I'm yours truly, Stephen M. Smith. And until next time, it's been in my own words. 